Hey, I'm the medium, and this podcast is for those who wish to understand the wonderful world of spirit. Where do we go when we die? I'll share stories of mine as a medium and other mediums in our journeys, plus you will hear real-life client readings so that you can know without any doubt that your loved ones and spirit are around you all the time. I'm Jen, and this is the Singing Medium Podcast. All right, I'm a little bit running late today. So it, again, it's Friday morning. It's like almost 9 a.m., you guys. And I did not obviously record the podcast last night. I was exhausted. And just to let you know, Jake, the dog here, is in the room with me. So if you hear him moving about and he's letting out a big sigh because he currently can't get on his little couch here because I have so many bins of Christmas decorations that are sitting on it and he can't get past the Christmas tree in the box that's waiting to go up to. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those people. If you follow me on Instagram, elevate.hersoul, you know that I'm a Christmas crazy girl and Halloween is over, thank goodness, and I'm ready to decorate for Christmas. So I do only have two trees up, two. I have seven total, okay? Seven fake artificial trees. I have seven trees in total. Only two are up, it's okay. I only I only put out two Santas, guys. I feel like I am the kind of um, I wanted to say embodiment. I, I was like, whoa, where did that come from? Uh, <laughs> um, I'm the kind of person, I guess, or slash embodiment that believes deeply in my soul that joy does not need to be delayed. And maybe Christmas for you, because when I did that poll on Instagram, I'm like, which one do you like better, Halloween or Christmas? Halloween won. I was like, I can't be friends with you guys anymore. Halloween, no, you guys know how I feel about that, but moving on, that doesn't bring me joy. So Christmas brings me joy, and I understand that for some people, Christmas does not bring them joy, right? In the matrixy program of Christmas, you have to go into debt, and you need to buy the best presents for people, or, I mean, this might not be what you believe, but a lot of the masses in this earth, and mostly in our country and the U.S. probably it's like you gotta do all this crazy things go you have to go crazy and decorating and you know all like baking and things that you know are just out of the ordinary and you have to go out of your way and exert a lot of energy by going to these crowded malls and that doesn't resonate with me anymore I mean I do still buy presents for my kids obviously because they're not grown-ups yet but for Chad I think I have talked about this before is that I get him experiences rather than like something from a store, right? So for me, getting things from a store, I mean, I love presents, don't get me wrong. You can buy me a present if you want to. But, you know, I just, the joy, it's the feeling. It's not, it's not the things. It's the, but sometimes things give you a feeling, but that's external and that's a material thing. So it's not, it's not real. It's your current experience, but it's not like, I keep thinking of like a mushroom level, taking mushrooms and like, you know, having that knowing of why I called myself an embodiment, right? That's, that was, that was some somewhere else. That was like my soul talking. And as you, as you become more um, aware or rather as you undo all of this stuff that you have learned for the last half of your life, you start to recall, right? Who you really are and what's important to you. What's important on a uh, divine love or unconditional love. So for me, joy is number one. Joy is like, I need to be, 
I want to be joyful and Christmas brings me that. Having seven trees, you might hear that and go, what are you talking? Who has seven trees? Me. You know why? Because the feeling of the lights at nighttime when it's dark in the room and you've got all these beautiful green, you know, I get their fake, whatever. There's that's the lights and the ornaments and the, you know, the nostalgia attached to, and there's attachment, but um, attached to an ornament, right? There's an ornament that you have, maybe your grandmother gave it to you or you're hanging up some someone who's passed over their ornaments. It's that feeling, you know, and remembering and joy and just complete heart opening emotional experiences for me. That's how I can describe Christmas and why I decorate early. I am not, justi- I am not justifying why I decorate early, but just so you know, if you're like, why does Jen have all these trees? Seven bins, so Jay can't get, I think he actually did get on the couch. He pushed the bin over with his big butt. So uh, I like currently a green bin here and he pushed that over with Christmas decorations in so he could get up. So he's happy. Now he has joy. Now he has joy because he's on this couch that he wants to, even though there's a Christmas bin there. <laughs> That's not where I was, that was a tangent for sure. That was not where I was, like, I have notes here. That's not even on the list of things to talk about. And that's what I like about this podcast too. And I like about me is that I just sort of like, I don't know, let my higher self or my soul or what's in my heart come out rather than like, here's the plan. I mean, I do have to have a framework or I would be like, I just heard bibbity bobbing all over the place, right? I would just go from one thing and it would not make sense. So I would like to have some kind of sensical energy to it. And so that's why I make these little notes. But the Christmas stuff, not on the list at all. So there's that. So before we get into this episode, and I realized when I went back through the podcast that there's two number 46s, I believe, two episodes 46s, and I got to change the number. So I think if I renumber them correctly, we may be at episode 50 right now. And that is a milestone, dudes, because I think it's been a whole year since I changed my podcast from the Elevate her soul podcast to the singing medium podcast. And before I get into announcements and the dream, I don't know if I've ever talked to you about why I'm called the singing medium. I may have, but this morning I, I'm going to, I had this idea this morning when I finally got into the Jeep. Oh, the Jeep is back. Guess who's back? Jeep is back. The Jeep is back. I'm so happy. I'm never going to be a Mazda girl again. I'm never going to be a mom mobile ever again, ever again. Um, I heard as soon as I, okay, so I woke up this morning, came down here, still didn't have my tea, and tea is in my hand. Can't, you can hear a dog outside. I came downstairs and my phone randomly was playing a song. And the song that was randomly playing on the screen, and it actually wasn't paused, it was playing, but I just couldn't hear it because the volume was down, was um, It's Okay to Not Be Okay by Marshmallow and somebody, Demi Lovato. And that was playing randomly, randomly on my phone. I was like, whoa someone needs to hear this so I took a screenshot of it and posted it on my stories and definitely not a message for me but I feel like I really I really had to get on Instagram and put this on my story so that you guys can see that okay I closed the window hopefully the dog you can't hear the dog anymore because that was annoying even me that was annoying me and we don't want me annoyed (laughs) I also don't want you guys annoyed at all of my podcasts because I love that you guys listen to the podcast I love that you send me messages telling me that you love it I actually met someone last weekend at the Moonflower event where I was doing readings all day with other lovely psychics and there was vendors and things like that selling crystals and beautiful spiritual knickknacks and uh, someone came up to me and she said oh I listen to your podcast I was like and every time someone tells me that I'm like 
You do? Like, I'm always surprised. I don't know why. Maybe because I feel like it's really small or, you know, I'm just like, wow. And I'm always so, like, happy when someone tells me this because I also mostly shocked. (laughs) But I'm so grateful for people who do listen to this podcast and I just feel like I need to keep going with this. I... I've been consistent really well. And that's like big, a goal for me was to be consistent. And this is the like literally the only thing that I'm consistent with. And sometimes I'll wake up, I'm like, oh, they don't need an episode this Friday. It's fine. And then I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, it's just going to be a short one. It'll just be like 10 minutes. And that ends up being like 40 minutes. So, you know, I just know I had to wait this time because I, I knew that something was going to happen last night and I needed to share it. All right, let's get into, oh, the songs, Ooh, the songs. So this morning I woke up, that song was playing, and then I got into the Jeep, and the first, like, it was, it had been scanned, and I wasn't the last one to drive the Jeep, and as soon as I turned the Jeep on, it was revolutioned by the Beatles, you say, you want a revolution, like that song, um, and back in March 2020, when I did the big prediction blog, that was one of the songs that came through, was revel- there was going to be a revolution, and then I get onto Instagram, and the first thing I follow, like I follow those rebel news accounts. And the first thing was in China, you know how they're always locked down. And this has to do with my dream, by the way. Um, in China, how they were locked down all the time, zero, co- you know what, policy. Um, the awesome video was them going, like the, all the citizens of Wuhan, I think. They were knocking down all of the COVID freaking um, tents and things where there was like mandatory testing. They've had enough, you guys. They have had it up to here in Wuhan with this crap. So it has to do with my dream too. And I saw them like, oh, that's validation about my dream. But the songs, songs are very important. Songs have always been very important with messages of love. You know, songs bring you joy. Most songs will bring you joy, you know. Um, but I feel like spirit is really amping up or source or the, whatever you want to call it, the higher power, something bigger than us, the intelligence, the high intelligence, that's what I'm going to call it, the grand poobah. The grand poobah is like, that's from the Flintstones, eh? The grand poobah. Um, <laughs> was it the bull that they were, I forget, they had this big, oh my God, I have to look this up. <laughs> I just remember. So speaking of joy, um, the Flintstones with the grand poobah. Do you remember that episode? Do you ever watch the Flintstones? Um, I remember their hats being very like hairy of something. Flintstones, Grand Pooba. Hold on a second. This is very hat. Yeah, look at this. The Grand Pooba. Um, hold on, I'm just reading. Who is the Grand Pooba in the Flintstones? Sam Slag Heap. <laughs> I'm gonna post it on my stories. This <laughs> is so the Grand Pooba. That's so so the Grand Pooba. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep saying that over and over. Um, Wants us to understand the future and what's kind of like, it's a muse, like music is a muse. There's a little, like the word muse is in the word music and it's like the writer is a muse, you know what I mean? And I believe that every single song was up in the universe and all designed and created by the Grand Poobah and someone got the idea or the inspired and plucked it down and like the Beatles plucked it down and put it out there, you know? Um, it's real, it's songs are so powerful and there's always a message in them, okay? So that's why I'm called the, one of the reasons why I'm called the singing medium is because I am clairaudient and also I receive these songs all the time, as you know. So when I saw Revolution, that's something that I got back in March 2020, it's coming around. Another song that I don't, I keep hearing over and over and over 
I guess I could have just said redundantly or repetitively, is um, In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. So that one freaks me out because in 2020, March 2020, before everything shut down, I heard that song like a million times. And that song is an 80s song and that's not even playable right now. Like that's not even current to our kind of music genres that are out now. And I mean, I do listen to 80s music, but it wasn't that. So then I've been hearing it again, okay? I've been hearing it again multiple times. And every time I hear it, that's the one song that gives me anxiety at the wazoo. But I need you to understand something. Like I feel like we're going in a cycle. I feel like it's going to happen again. I feel like we're going to be like a massive wave of some kind of virulent something, germ, bigger than what we've had. And I feel like they're doing it on purpose, as you know. And I felt they're going to try to lock us down again due to something, another reason. They've already said that masks are coming back. And I was like, I do not comply with that. We need to really stand up with that, you guys. Um, But the energy underneath, I feel like there's a current. You ever stood in the ocean and like even just by the edge of the shore, and you can feel that pull, like you know the big wave is coming, it could knock you on your ass, but that pull, the current underneath pulling, and then it's pushing forward, like it's just that very strong, powerful force is just gonna start pulling us, pulling us, pulling us, not to drown, it's pulling us to have a revolution. It's like Hamilton during the revolution, like it's just, it's my arm hair standing up when I talk about this, so I know how important it is. And I made a funny reel, which actually didn't do very well, I thought it would, of like me saying like, I don't know why I'm here, I don't get it. You know, like I don't get why we're here. And maybe I don't know if I believe that we chose to be here at this time, but maybe we did. We'll never know until we go back and back to our home, you know? And I mean, our soul home. But for now, the feeling, the inner knowing is like we, got to do something important here. Like this is no more like sitting on her ass, no more like burying her head in the sand. It's just getting such a big energy. It's so powerful. And these songs are, are warning us and guiding us and letting us know what's to come so we can prepare for the big, the big thing that we're going to do. We, we don't have a choice anymore. So that also pertains to my dream as well that I'm going to share with you. Okay, let's get into announcements. I See, I always think it's already been 15 minutes and I always think that it's only going to be a very short podcast, but now I keep yakking. That's the point of a podcast though, is to just talk about things, you know? That's, that, that's how I roll on this podcast and I think that's how really good podcasts are is like you go off on a riff or you go off on the plan and that's the best thing going off on the plan that's the best that for me going off on like your notes just talking about what comes out because that's always going to be like the higher at the grand poobah speaking through me sort of and what you need to know is more important than me talking about my duck story of Niagara Falls even though that's a cute story too which is on the list here but announcements, okay, getting into announcements. So two announcements, as you know, mediumship level one is starting. I just, oh, my heart hurts because last night was our last class of medium level one, best class I ever had. It's gonna be hard to top that, those students, I don't know. Um, but um, January, Tuesday nights from six to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you're gonna learn how to be a medium and these students had so much fun. They learned so much in eight weeks. It's I wish I could have, doc- I mean, I guess I did document on Zoom calls, but I, unbelievable, it just that the power, the sheer power, 
the sheer accuracy of these students, unbelievable. So I hope that you're going to sign up for that. That's going actually out today, this today, today, which is Friday. And speaking of my students, so I have an event, a Zoom online event. It is free. I'm only going to have 20 spots because I don't want to overwhelm my students. So it's called Showcase of Spirit, which I've always wanted to do. I had this idea many, many years ago to showcase different mediums in a non-competitive way and so I have invited my students. Some of my students are going to, all my old students, people who have been with me for two years, people are, who are new. You're going to see brand new mediums. You're going to see old season one, two year mediums, which is not very seasoned, but they have been working for a long time. So they're going to, we're going to do a mediumship demonstration on Zoom on the 13th, okay, at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to put that out. Today, free tickets, only 20 spots. That's it because I don't want to overwhelm my students because I know what it's like. When I have done Zoom events, uh, even in person, it's so nerve wracking. Like it takes a lot of balls to be a medium and to put yourself out there, number one. And number two, to do platform mediumship, which is what they're doing, where you do you stand in front of an audience, whether it's online or in person, and you just start reading spirit one after the other. There's so much going on behind the scenes that they are doing, you have no idea. So I commend their bravery and they're really putting themselves out there. You might not think it's a big deal. You're just like, oh, they're just gonna talk to my grandpa Joe. Nope. There's so much more going on behind the scenes with that, what they're doing. And the mediumship one will teach you some of those skills that you might be looking for to expand your consciousness and your connection to spirit. So that's going on. So those are the only announcements that I have. And Maybe I'll just post this. I think I did actually post the story of the Niagara Falls duck hunt. Uh, I just posted that. We, uh, funny story, <laughs> I took my daughter. So I wanted to go on a trip somewhere. I just really felt like I needed to go somewhere. I had that urgency like right before the pandemic, everything shut down. We actually went to Great Wolf Lodge like a week before everything shut down. And that day that I booked the trip for my girls and myself, I'm like, had this urgency that I needed to book this trip. I didn't know why. I'm like, we got to go this, we have to go Wednesday or we're, it's just going to be a long time. And I didn't know why it was going to be a long time. And I was right. We went there like the day and next day, everything shut down. So we got to go to Great Wolf Lodge. So I said to my girls again, I'm like, they're actually quite older. They're like almost 17 and 13. So like who wants to go number one, a trip with their mother and who wants to go to Great Wolf Lodge kind of for babies. But I finally convinced my one daughter to come, my youngest daughter to come. And I was like, oh, it's going to be too boring for you. Like, whatever. I just needed to go. I needed to go again, three, two and a half years later. And same feeling. I just, I had to go. I don't know why. Also, I always have wanted to go to the Rainforest Cafe in Niagara Falls. Never, ever got to go there. We would go every year with the family for Keegan's birthday, my oldest son. Never got to go there, whatever the reason was. And I'm like, yesterday, no, we're going so I finally got to go to the Rainforest Cafe. It wasn't that great. The food was actually pretty good, but then I was like, oh, this is not as cool as I thought it was going to be, right? So um, we spent the, the day in the arcade and we just used all of our tokens at this one claw machine and we like, just get as many ducks as you can. It was all these cute little rubber ducks and they were all like different colors and things. And then we ended up having 22 ducks. So I'm like, we need to share these ducks. Like, I don't need 22 rubber ducks, okay? So we went around Niagara Falls and we plopped them all at the haunted house at, you know, Dracula's castle. You know, we put them over at like the wax museum. And anyways, we got to the wax museum. I just, I just felt like I needed to go there again. And hopefully I'm wrong. Like, but I don't think I'm wrong. Like the feeling is just so strong. Like we just got to prepare. Okay. We need to be so strong in our, in our knowings, in our sovereignty, 
in our non-compliance energy this time around. We're being tested, I think. We just can't do this again. We can't go, oh, okay, I'll do whatever you say. No, revolution time, guys. Revolution, okay? All right, so let's get into the dream slash dimension slash time travel slash I went there. This, I'm gonna explain to you in one second. All right, so I was pausing, having a sip of my tea. I had the idea that I need to like do commercials or something. Like, I don't know, like, did you ever see spirit? Did you ever like as a kid see an old spirit at the end of your bed? Well, that means that you're a medium and you should take mediumship level one. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to, but I thought that would be so cute to have like a little commercial. You know how like well-known podcasts have commercials and like it's really annoying I skip over them, but I think that would be funny if I did a commercial for myself. And for you, like that would be so, so weird and funny. All right, I did open up my notes app on my iPhone here because that's where I usually write down all of my dreams. So you, if you ever have a dream and you wake up and you recall it, write it down because I'm telling you, you're probably getting psychic information. You might not believe that it's psychic information, but I'm telling you as professional award-winning psychic, the things that you're getting in your dream are psychic, okay? Good or bad, however you label it, and you'll kind of know like the when you wake up with the feeling of that feeling of the dream, you know, and you carry it with you for the first couple hours and you're like, oh, I don't like that feeling. That, that, that's clairsentient, okay? Your dream is clairvoyant because you're, you're seeing it in your mind's eye, you're in your subconscious, right? Also astral traveling, also time traveling. It's way, there's way more to the dreams and I feel like dreams now are more, I want to say potent, but that's not the word. They're, they're, they're fuller. They have life to them. They have information, deep-seated information that you need to be recording. Like if we all wrote down our dreams, we probably have a lot of similarities to them and we could all write a book, all right? So speaking of books, I have decided that I'm going to change my entire second book that I've been writing for four years. I've had writer writer's block for four years, but I believe it has to do something with psychic stuff and I have to put like a Nostradamus Nostradamus feeling to it of like here's all my predictions so that in the future when someone picks up my book 10 years later they're gonna see and then maybe by then all those things have happened okay so that's what's gonna I'm gonna work on that hopefully soon all right so here's my dream my dream slash time travel last night okay so it's a little bit scary um so if you don't want to hear my dream of what happened. It was like, it was really happening in the future. So that's why I'm telling you. It was like, it was, I was there and it was happening in the future. So I'm like, I jumped timelines or I went ahead to like a year from now. This is like a year from now. I actually got the date when this was. I never get dates of like when this is gonna go down. This was like September next year. So you know when the sunflowers are dying and it's sunflower season, but then they kind of look like they're still tall. They haven't cut down yet. And they're like just dying. In my dream, there was I was standing beside talking to this nurse in in this dimension of reality I was, and the sunflowers were there, but they were dying. So I knew it was September, but I also knew it was one year from now. So that's really important. That is new to me. Usually I struggle with the dates. I'll just say, well, if I say something to you psychically, psychic information will happen within two years or more. Now it's expanded even longer. Um, but I'm telling you, it, it has clout to it, okay? 
there's a timeline to this and I actually finally got when this is going to happen. This was not a dream. It presented as a dream, but it was not a dream. Let me have a sip of my tea here before I start. Okay, so in this dream, and I made like scratchy notes or just like point form, China took over Canada. And that was also one of my predictions from the past. If you go read my blogs and you go follow me on TikTok, that's where I put those, okay? China took over Canada and I had to go to a quarantine camp. Now, trying to be positive here, I wasn't scared when I was there, but I'm sure I would be scared if they're all in their hazmat suits and whatever. And uh, it is quite possible also, but I don't think so, that I have actual travel to China and visited one of their quarantine camps as like actual traveling as a soul when I'm sleeping. I don't think so, but that is a possibility as well. Um, so I had to go to a quarantine camp and I remember in the dream talking to Chad, packing my duffel bag, my Lululemon duffel bag, throwing a bunch of shit in there. And I knew like I would only have to be there for two weeks because I knew I was going to test positive. And another upside positive, trying to make it positive. It's not (laughs) trying really hard here. The COVID testing was not like the one where you put it all the way up in your brain. The one where I'm traumatized from. It was just like just in your nose and out. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So this camp looked like a doctor's office. It was very sterile. It had a sliding door like a hospital emergency door. And I wasn't afraid when I went in there. And Chad wasn't with me. I had to leave him. I went into this hospital setting, but I knew it was a camp. In the backyard was a field. That's very important. So these are going to be in the middle of nowhere. So this camp that I visited was in the middle of nowhere okay there was a field behind and you were allowed to go outside but I didn't go outside but anyways in this dream I was traveling with a former kindergarten student that I had at the Maples where I used to teach at a private school one of my former students who's now like probably 14 13 or 14 she was in this dream but she was younger still she didn't grow up she was younger and I was with her and I took her in and I'm like can you help her? She's with me. I was trying to protect her. So there must be some children there I was trying to protect. And this little girl got a COVID test. No big deal. She's like showing her nose or whatever. And then right away, this temperature thing showed up and went positive, positive. I'm like, she's not even sick. You guys are full of crap. Like you're making this up. She's not even sick. So it was like all these false positives that were coming up on all these COVID tests. Anyways, her all of a sudden, her this woman's mother come, this child's mother comes out and starts yelling at me, saying it's my. I was, I kept in this dream, I kept getting blamed for people getting sick, so it was my fault. They were all shaming me, saying you've got all these people sick. I'm like, I don't even have COVID. So there's there's something about this weird energy of people getting positive COVID tests when they're not sick. That's really important. Okay, that's that's a truth somewhere. Um, but I wasn't even sick. And so I never ended up getting a test. I remember being freaked out and they wanted to give me some weird liquid. They wanted to give me some weird vial of, I'm like, I do not comply. Said I'm like, I literally said, I am not drinking that. And somehow they buggered off. But I remember them being really mad about it. And then they tried to give me an IV. Like it was super freaky, like Frankenstein. And like, it was just a freaky part. But they kept blaming me for getting the kids sick. And I was so upset because obviously I love children. I used to be a kindergarten teacher. So I packed the suitcase ahead for two weeks, right? So when I'm there, Chad didn't get to come with me. But when I was there, there was an older woman, like a retired nurse. 
and she was the nicest lady to me. So she's, she helped me. She tried to give me all that stuff, but I was like, no, she's like, okay, fine. She helped me, but she wouldn't let me leave. And there was like, you know how they have like the hazmat suit guys in, in the China COVID camps or whatever, and they have machine guns. Have you ever seen those? Those videos are freaky. It wasn't like that. There was like older men who retired people who were dressed. I had nothing better to do. So they retired in their career and they just volunteered to do this job of protecting this camp. But they were older, so they weren't scary. So if this ever, God forbid, happens to any of us in the future, because it is happening in China. So it's not like it's impossible to come here because I know there for a fact there are actually three. I'm going to Google this. There are three. Uh, they call them interim, intermit, intermit camps um, that they're building in Ontario. I believe one is outside of like Alliston, where I like near where uh, near Orangeville, in the middle of nowhere. So I will Google that in a minute. But back to the dream. So it was the end of September. So a year from now, so 2023 September, and I knew because I said there was sunflowers there, right? They were still standing in this field. It was middle of nowhere. And it was not the best coloring. The coloring of the sunflowers was like, oh God, we're going to die. So like end of September or beginning of September in in middle of nowhere. Okay. The nurse was older and she was telling, she had this whole story about her family. So it was like seeing how they were real people. They're real people. They're humans. They have like a sensitivity. They have love in them somewhere and they're just covering it up. We just can't get to it, you know? So I feel like this ever happens, you've got to, and you've seen videos of the convoy too, where the cops were like charging everyone and and trampling them. They they did have a heart there somewhere, but they just didn't show it, you know, it's like that. Um, She had this whole story about her daughter, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay. Um, But I didn't get to call Chad. Like I wasn't allowed to, I had my phone, but I wasn't allowed to, because they knew all the websites I had visited, which was kind of freaky too, I forgot about that. They showed me my search history and I had um, searched like Polly Pockets or something like this for the little girl that was with me. And they thought I was doing something weird with the Polly Pockets. I'm like, what? They knew my whole search history. They had that on file, right? And that was kind of the reason why they had me there. It wasn't because I was sick. Um, but I knew in this, where I was, that I would be there for two weeks. And then... I woke up. So I heard Chad this morning. This is this is back to reality. I heard Chad get up early for work this morning because he's working. It was like middle of the night and I woke up when he woke up and I'm like, okay, phew, dream is over. I don't have to go back there. What happens? I fall back asleep and I go right back to where I was. Like I literally time traveled back to the same reality dimension that I was in, this realm, parallel universe which I don't actually believe sitting here talking about this is a parallel universe at all. I think this is future. I think I time traveled, um, which is very, very possible for us to time travel. We do it all the time when we um, start feeling thinking about the past. That's time traveling. It's a form of time traveling, so it's not complicated why I have to get into a time machine. None of that. I don't need a DeLorean to time travel. <laughs> I'm the DeLorean. It, it just, you just, you can do it in your dreams. But I went right back into this place and I'm like oh man I'm back here again but the cool thing was and they kept trying to like I heard marching marching feet and um they said you know you can't leave and I'm like I have power and I remember being feeling very uh, all of a sudden this power growing inside of me and I'm like I could just walk out the door 
Like, who's going to stop me? And these, I kept trying to leave this sliding glass automatic door, like, at the hospital. And the first time they caught me, the second time I just walked out. I'm like, I'm out of here. Like, I don't need to put up with this crap. So there's, like, a revolution. There's an evolutionary energy to this time travel that I did. It's just the progression in it is just, like, mind-blowing to me. Like, at first it's mind-blowing that I time traveled uh, in my dream. I guess my soul was pretty bored when I'm sleeping there for like 10 hours last night, it's like, I got to go somewhere. I'm like, could you go somewhere else? That'd be great. Cause I don't want to go here, but, um, I am going to, I'm telling you so people who don't believe me that these camps are being built in Ontario, Canada. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to find it right this second, but I'm going to try. Let me see. Yeah. Internment camps in Canada. Oh, whoa. Okay, that's old. Where were they? They're saying they're saying it was for the... Ja- that's in the past. Internment camps in Canada for the past. I'm going to do some more research here. And I'm going to um, post it in the show notes because I am... I know for a fact that they're um, building these things. And everything that you Google... If you Google internment camps in Ontario, it goes to humanrights.ca and... It's in the past. When did Canada have internment camps in 1942? Lie, 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 lie. They have them now. So I'm going to go look for that. I'm going to see if I can search this. You know how everything's censored right now on the internet. So maybe you might be able to find it, but I'm telling you there, there are some. So hopefully, I mean, it's bad for Chinese people, the Chinese community, but you know, I just, I know I have this very strong feeling about the future. But the good news about this, it's scary, but the good news about this is we're going to rise up to a level of power within us that we didn't think was possible, that has laid dormant for years. We're going to change things. That's that's what we're here for. We're going to change things, I believe. We all have to come together because they divided us. So we need to come together, you guys. Um, speaking of coming together, come together. I really hope that you're going to join me for the student demonstration next Sunday with my students, a showcase of spirit. And I really hope you're going to come together as a medium level one. There are two spots gone already and it's going to be, I'm keeping it at like 10. Okay. So eight spots. People have signed up without me even posting it, which is how I know, how I know it's going to be awesome and aligned. All right. I think that's all for now. Hopefully I didn't freak you out and if you're in that on clifton hill niagara falls go look for our little ducks that we hit everywhere we went on that not that ferris wheel but the sky wheel you know that big sky wheel they have there and we could see the ducks that we had hidden from up in the sky so they're pretty bright you can't miss them so go to niagara falls find some cute little ducks that we hid let me know if you find can you imagine someone actually found one that would be amazing all right have an amazing amazing week and we'll see you all next time